Research done in the field of psychometrics has found that people don't possess the objective ability to have a uniform definition of an abstract quality. No great genius can explain how he does it. Yes, he says, I have learned the technique to express myself. Because I had something in me that had to come out, I had to know how to give it out. So if I were a musician, I had to learn how music is produced. But then beyond that, I'm afraid I can't tell you how it was that I used that technique to express this mysterious thing I wanted to show you. Welcome to Life Acumen at Work. Here is your host, Vinod Wadwani. Hi, I'm Vinod Wadwani here and this is Life Acumen at Work. I'm an executive coach and in this podcast series, I discuss on topics having to do with leadership, work life and transitions. There seems to be a belief in the corporate world that the way to improve performance in companies is through frequent, tough, candid and often critical feedback. But behind this belief, we may be missing a crucial question. Are 360 reviews more noise than truth? reviews are well entrenched in performance review systems of companies, then why the skepticism around their utility? If you look at performance review systems, whether it is a 360 or any other rating system, the fundamental question is how reliable is this data on which companies develop, promote or fire employees and whether this data is actually measuring what it says it's measuring. The underlying premise that companies are working on while pushing the 360 data and rating to employees is as though human beings can be reliable raters of other human beings. So 360 feedback rating is not reliable because it is based on people's subjective opinions? Yes, that is one reason. The other reason is that a 360 review typically measures abstract qualities like business acumen strategic thinking, assertiveness, etc. Research done in the field of psychometrics has shown that people don't possess the objective ability to have a uniform definition of an abstract quality like assertiveness or strategic thinking and then accurately rate someone else on it. Does our evaluation of others tainted by our own understanding of these abstract qualities? Not only that, they tend to be deeply tainted by our own sense of what good looks like for a certain quality or personality traits which may cause us to be harsh or lenient as raters and our own unconscious biases. This phenomena is uh, called the idiosyncratic rater effect. Research suggests that due to idiosyncratic rater effect, majority of the rating given to someone else reflects our own characteristics. This results in a systematic error which gets amplified when ratings are considered in aggregate. In other words, 
360 feedback is more noise than truth. In fact, recipients have to struggle through this maze of distortion in search of something that they recognize as themselves. Does it mean 360 reviews are meaningless and companies will eventually move away from them? Well, given the popularity of 360 reviews in talent development and performance review systems of companies, they will not move away in a hurry. And though 360 reviews are not completely meaningless, but they are not a source of truth either if done in traditional ways. I have seen in my coaching engagements that majority of times the executive receiving the feedback knows what the respondent's feedback will be and it doesn't come as a surprise. Isn't it that 360 reviews uncover a person's blind spots? Well, as I said earlier that majority of times the 360 review does not reveal any new information that the receiver does not already know. Even if uh, we go with the premise that a 360 review uncovers a person's blind spots, which mostly tend to be person's shortcomings or what are commonly called areas of development in a 360 report. The question to ask is whether highlighting one's shortcomings as other people perceive them nurtures or impairs learning. As stated earlier, the brain receives these perceptions of other people as threat and activates our limbic system into fight or flight response which impairs our learning. So should 360 reviews not uncover an employee's blind spots? Well, they should uncover blind spots only when they are fatal flaws and not some abstract areas of development. How can we make 360 reviews more meaningful? To make it more meaningful, it has to focus on two things. It has to be feet forward and not backward looking, reflecting upon past behavior. The second thing is it has to focus on identifying strengths and how we can leverage them better. Richard Boyadze's in his research paper Neuroscience and Leadership: The Promise of Insights suggests that focusing on strengths stimulates growth of new neurons in adults and triggers a sense of well-being, better immune system functioning and cognitive, emotional and perceptual openness. What findings such as these suggest that learning happens when we see how we might do something better by adding some new nuance or an extension to our own understanding and not by focusing on our shortcomings and certainly not on someone else's perceptions of what we are doing poorly and second that we learn most when someone in a position of influence pays attention to what's working within us and pushes us to nurture it intelligently listeners interested to get an insight on what are the issue with feedback reviews can listen to episode number 17.2 listeners interested in the topic of workplace incivility can listen to episode number 16 on why leaders need to be mindful about how they are treating employees listeners interested on the topic of imposter syndrome could listen to episode number 9 on the pitfalls of imposter syndrome and episode number 12 on how to overcome imposter syndrome 
As I wind up this episode, I would like to remind listeners that you can tune into all episodes of Life Acumen at Work on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Thank you for listening. Produced by Life Acumen. Helping organizations build high-performance culture. <laughs>